everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. This week was desserts. Yum. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Join us next week for puddings, whatever next week was. Festivals. Arriba. Did I leave my notebook downstairs? It, it, it is not impossible. What do we think? Dear listener, should we do this without the notebook or with the notebook? With the notebook. Tell us and we'll we'll record once you've told us. No. Shall I go and get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut in some interstitial music at some point there. <laughs> I'm not singing anymore. No, I'm not singing anymore. <laughs> I mean, you're probably hitting the microphone two or three times while I'm there. <laughs> That's what you can have the interstitial music. <laughs> Bong! <laughs> I might not edit any of this out. This could be good. Please do. (laughs) So, dessert week. Again, a a theme that doesn't really define anything. Dessert is a fairly wide-ranging theme, isn't it? Yeah. Stuff that's mainly not cake. Yes. Stuff you serve as the third course, or or the course Mm -hmm. after the main course, but... Uh, Cheese. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Could well be. Sorry. So, yeah, it's very white. It could have been pies. It could have been pavlovas. It could have been anything. Yeah. Yeah. Other things beginning with P. Pastries. Pudding. Puddings. <laughs> <laughs> First round, meringue layer cake. At least three layers with stuff in between it. Num, 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 num. Yeah, they look good. They look, they look, I, 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 I would be willing to eat any of them. Okay, any of them? Almost, yeah, no, any of them. Okay. I think some of them were more to my taste profile than others. Okay. But I'd have been taste happily... Profile. Taste profile. Yeah, You've been watching this show too much. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, what's your taste profile? What's your taste profile? Mm. <laughs> um, the chocolate orange seemed the one that I think, for me, would have been the one to go to, because chocolate mm. orange is one of my favourite flavours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is that thing that when it all gets wrapped in, the meringues go really weird. You think of some of those ones we did last year. Yeah, I, I think I think the sogginess of the meringues, and mm. the, or the rather the the idea of the sogginess of the meringue. Yeah, it did, and and the chocolate wrapping did look a little bit heavy handed. Yes, if you if you'd cut that and it had been a sort of layer thing with some sponge and some biscuit. Yeah. It would have been okay. Yeah. But the sort of meringues then dissolve and become just a bit... Bleh. It's just no. a bit an over, overly sleet, sweet and slightly gloopy mm. orange mousse. I'm not sure I have a huge amount to say here. It's it's a, a fairly generic idea, you know, yeah. make, bake some meringues, put some layers on it and try not to crack it and get everything right, which by and large everyone did. There was none of that, oh, my meringue snapped in half, oh, it's it suddenly turned to a puddle, I need to start yeah. it again, that kind of thing. So it was really interesting that no one actually came out of it very well. I I thought, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the judges were being harsh or if they were all just a bit lacklustre. Because I think I've I, I've seen some commentary on social mm. media that people were a bit irritated with the judges for being harsh. And I think certainly that first round, they did come across as being harsh. Right. But Priya Blesser, <laughs> that was a very unattractive coloured... Yeah, Boost. and she was so, piping it and saying, "Ooh, blue food, yeah, hmm." Yeah, so so that wasn't unfair. No, um, 
I tried to think what other comments and, they made that may have seemed harsh. And over and above that, her flavours didn't go very well. Yes. So, you know, that's so, always yeah. a difficult thing. Yeah. Same with David with his spice flavours, which... I thought that was really interesting because last week he'd had such success mm. by doing his custard tart really simply and not yeah. messing around with the flavours yeah, too much. Mm. So then this week he's gone for this... this I mean, clove. Who wants to eat a clove meringue? Clove meringue. That's a that's a uh, choice. Yeah. Yes. So that was that was interesting for me. Yeah. Um, it looked beautiful. It was I, for me visually. Yes. That was my favourite. It was yeah. absolutely stunning. Absolutely. Just yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to eat a clove meringue. So so, uh, just looking down the notes and thinking about the comments, there was the thing about the chocolate didn't go with rosies. But they were, I think they were talking about how it's a very thick layer of chocolate ganache that will, yeah, it will overtake everything yeah. else in there. So, Because a very chocolatey flavour does overpower mm. a lot of other flavours. Mm. And yeah, Alice's, they weren't impressed with the flavours. Henry, the jam was okay. That was the main one I came out of that one with. I think Henry's went well all round. I thought that the jam came out because Paul seemed to be accusing him of using ready-made jam. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> what show we're on right yeah exactly <laughs> and steph too many nuts which yeah because again if we're saying chocolate overpowers on a thing yeah the, nuts the texture of too many nuts yeah could probably overpower the mouth yeah mm. it looked good though yeah but it's a really interesting comparison with the technical this week yes because oh and we've had two or three weeks that went badly yes no what i i think was it two weeks ago with the Maids of Honor? Like, through, yeah. you know, was quite stroppy with them about that. Yeah. Last week, even the person who won didn't do their Sauvignon mm. very well. Yeah. Sauvignon. 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 Boozy custard. Can't remember. Yep. Um, so the fact they all managed it yep. is terrific, is really good, and shows, I, th- I think, that there is capability within all of them. Mm. And I almost appreciated it that they then were picky with the judging that they were going. Actually, we're going to look at how your biscuits are. We're going to look at how set your layers are, the thickness and the straightness of the layers. We are going to be judging you on the on the top elements of this, not just, well, that's split, that's too small, that's whatever. Yeah. Mm. And, and I guess they had to verbalise that when they were judging them because they have to give us, the audience, yep. a little bit of a, an inside view as to how they have ranked them. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah, they, they did seem uber picky. Mm. You know, if someone came to your dinner party and did that to what looks like a perfectly pleasant dessert, you'd be like, um, home time now? I'm quite pleased with this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, it's a really interesting technical, I think. Yeah. I, I think I like it because that that is absolutely bang on a dessert. Mm. Everything else you could have had as a, an afternoon tea or a cake another time, that kind of thing. Yeah. That was something you would serve at the end of a meal. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I'm I'm interested in making this one. It's interesting because I'm so not. Okay. It leaves me cold completely. Okay. And, and I'm just like, I was looking at it going, do we really need 12 of those in the house? <laughs> <laughs> but, but... I, I want to have a look at the process and the ingredients, yep. I think. And is it possible to pare it down and say we make fewer? Mm. Or we share bits of it, or you make the biscuits, I make the dessert, something on those lines. But hmm. yeah, no, because this is the sort of thing I would like to be able to do: nicely laid, interesting things that you serve at the end of a meal that aren't too heavy. 
Yes. Whereas the things I tend to do are cheesecakes and cakes and pies and, you know, heavy things yeah, that you yeah, serve yeah. a big slice of, it would be nice to say, and there is your portion. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a salted caramel with an ice cream, with a cream, something like that. Yeah. So. I mean, it does look good. It looks beautiful. I, I think what's putting me off is my, my personal characteristic mm-hmm. of not wanting to faff around with stuff. <laughs> it's true, so. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at that. I'm going, oh, God, there's so many little elements to fiddle around with. I'd, r- I'd rather have a big thing or a thing with two or three elements. Right. And, you know, like I quite enjoyed doing the custard tart last week because it's like, do the pastry, do the custard. <laughs> well, I- Bake the two. And as, we, as we'll hear, I did remove some of the elements for you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, you know me well. Absolutely. Um, let's talk the celebration bombs, though. Mm. This was a good challenge. It was. Very, very difficult to pull off. Yeah, this is mid to late series bake-off sort of yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. It is all the sort of elements of making something that we've had before. Mm-hmm. Making a mousse, setting a mousse, doing sponges, shaping a thing, putting a construction together. And now they're expecting it to step to another level. That actually yeah. it's going to look good. It's going to taste good. It's going to fit all the sort of design elements of it. And it's a really good challenge. And there is that um, appearance of peril. Mm-hmm. Because quite frankly, if it goes wrong, yep. it goes wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think we had any extreme disasters. Um, Whose who's cheesecake was, like, melty? Someone's, someone I had think a... It was Michael's. Michael's cheesecake was running. Yeah. Mm. How did Michael not go home? Well, we'll come to that in a second. We'll come <laughs> okay. to that in a second. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're Sorry, I'm leaping ahead. Gilding the lily, no. Um... <laughs> over-gilding the lily. It's not that you over-gild the lily. You don't <laughs> gild the lily in the first place. If you're gilding a lily, you're already in the wrong place. <laughs> You've gilded the wrong thing. Gild the buddlier. <laughs> Eradicate the buddlier. Cut it down. Yeah. So. Um, back on the baking. Yep. <laughs> I can't remember what we were saying. Yeah, so there was an appearance of peril, and they even tried to apply it with Alice. Like, it's not coming out. Something's going to go wrong. <laughs> we're going to do deep foreboding tones as they all take them out. If they'd taken it out and it had collapsed... We'd have seen it in last week's prelude to it. Absolutely. We'd have seen it in the build-up at the beginning of this show. Mm. They are not subtle with these things. They always try to say, oh, there is drama, there is crisis. It happens so rarely that yes. they make the most of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Editors, you know, come on. Mm. <laughs> um, that said, I think this one, even more than the other, uh, the technical and the signature... Pretty much all of them would have been good to eat. I did not want to eat Henry's. Oh, really? You know, you, you say you, you eat yeah, half, okay. of the, half of half of your plate or whatever is with your eyes, eating first with your eyes. First bite with the mouthful. Yeah. First bite with the eyes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the sort of clumpy beige-ness. It was just beige. It really was. was the thing with some red stuff on top, so yeah, fine. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like I got the bonfire sense from it. And... You know, that, that's a thing that you can do with apples and cinnamon and gingers mm. and, you know, nice, nice strong spices, and it's all beige. Yeah. I think I'd still have eaten it, and I think the flavours sound like good flavours. They said it was a bit bland, so maybe it didn't come out, but the idea's there. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, it takes a lot to make me turn down dessert. <laughs> so, but, but compared to the others, I mean, like, Steph's, oh, 
Well, mm. yeah. So num, 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 num. We, we were watching this. And when it came to Alice's, my thinking on this was, I think Alice, I think Steph should win because she did it without the sponge surround. Yes. And that is so difficult. And she did it so well. And the mirror glaze came off. Beautifully. You know, is this a, she's trying things and they're coming off. So I think you should recognize that. Yes. Um, although Alice obviously got first in the technical mm. and did a very good bake to begin with. They were very mediocre on the flavors. Yeah. I think that one at the end seemed really good. I think it looked really it looked good. It beautiful. looked like something you'd love to have served. There was just an extra element of professionalism. To yeah. what Steph was doing. And mm. and it, it, some of her stuff does come across like she is confident and making things at a professional level. Mm. Good on her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, the other thing with Henry's, and, and particularly after they rated it and he was sort of staring into space, worried about it, it, is it that he was obsessed with the process and the cardboard and the mousse yeah. in that way rather than other elements, because, yeah, you're right, the colours were not there where other people had done distinct, interesting mm. layers. I wonder, do you know, I wonder if one of the reasons I looked at that, I was like, I don't want to eat that, is because his meringue layers look so like the cardboard that we'd seen him fishing out. Right. That it had all melded into one in okay, my mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because there's something a little bit off-putting with the cardboard as well. Yeah. Because cardboard's a bit too soggy, somehow. I don't know. I think it would have disturbed me less if he'd done it with like plastic, right? Absolutely. Also, that was just something that yeah, just disturbed me a little bit with that use of cardboard. I'm also not entirely sure I get it, other than as a space saving thing, because they all went in the freezer. Yeah. So surely having three things at room temperature takes in one takes longer to get down to frozen or you know set. Than three separate things which have more surface area. Was it to keep them in a continuous sort of ball shape by having that by pouring it into the same bowl? Okay, so, so a bowl he, that so would sit inside. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But then he cut them up and put them in in pieces and. Don't know. Mm. It, it's the sort of thing you think, oh, that's like a nice idea, but. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it have been better doing it with some um, cling film between each layer? Yeah, possibly. Don't know. Hmm. Priya's summer fruit, I think, was a really nice idea, but even with the meringues on the outside, it looked like a birthday cake type. Yeah, it, it didn't look like a bomb to me. No, and and I think that's the the, the sort of the fingers around the outside. I mm. I think Priya, to a certain extent, had had reached her level in the competition. Yeah, you know, so she she's she's good. Mm. Mm. She's not a disaster. She's no. good, but. The quality of what Steph can produce compared to the quality of That's what fair. she's been producing, mm. she she's you know Steph and Alice and David to a slightly lesser extent, but to a certain extent, starting yeah. to pull away. Yeah, and, and she's not not rising to meet it. Yeah, when you look at the regularity of David's layers in the meringue one, yeah. And then what Henry did as the you know irre- irregularity, yes. And then Priya with the fingers that there was no consistency between them. Yeah, it looked like, and I don't know whether that's the pink ones were different from the white ones. So mm. by alternating them, they didn't look regular. Yeah, mm, hard. Hmm. I mean, I'd be very pleased to have produced that. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be yeah. going, "Oh, I've done a dreadful job." I'd be like. 
come on, yeah. look at my uh, look at my sexy bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's just yeah, it feels she, she. This is the right sort of phase in the competition for her to yeah. go out. I do still think it should have been Michael. Well, uh, is there anything more to say on the bombs? Nah. Okay, shall we talk the person who left then? Yes. I, I have seen a couple of comments that uh, about the silence at the point at which um, they said it was Priya going home and a feeling that the judges have taken the wrong turn, that it's not nice anymore and about nice people making things. I, I think the show, where we've had criticisms about possibly not giving us the right understanding of why someone was leaving, I think the show did take us down the path of Priya was leaving this week. Yeah. From from the off saying her being very excited to have made it this far. Yeah. And but then talking about, you know, you need to concentrate on your time, you need to get your timing right, you need to work at this. Comments about her talking all the time, which are, are separate from her baking. Yeah. But then showing the problems she had at each one of them. Mm. And coming bottom in the technical. And yeah. I, I think possibly as a reaction to what we saw with uh the chap who went home a couple of weeks ago. Phil. Was it Phil? Lorry driver Phil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with Phil where it seemed a little bit of a surprise, mm. they've done a better job here. So I don't know whether this is a reaction and they've sort of done yeah. some re-editing, but... No, why, I, I wasn't surprised. Why do you think, Michael? Um, Maybe it was just because his mistakes were more visible rather than right. flavours. Mm-hmm. But like that, that chunky chocolate on the outside of his yep. um, melty layered chocolate orange thing, and the melty cheesecake in the bottom of his very ugly bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, yeah, it did look bad, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. Mm. But what we can't see, but the judges are judging, mm-hmm. is the flavours. Mm. And with Priya's one in the second, her flavours weren't right. Yeah. So so just because I couldn't see that her flavours weren't right, maybe I'm overly harshly judging the visuals of Michael's. Yeah, because they complimented her bake, Yeah, the sponge, but they were like, but you can't eat them together and you have to eat them in the right order. Yeah. that That is not a successful bake. No. And then I think when she served it, it did not look like it was... I, I think it was on a par with Michael's. Yeah. And I suspect it was probably quite close between them. Mm. But the fact that Priya was so close to going last week... Yeah. She was bottom in the technical this week, although yeah. he was only just above her. Wasn't he was only just one above her, but yeah. So, and she had the the mauve moose in. The she signature. had the mauve moose, which has annoyed people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I suspect there was no but a hair's breadth between them. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think it also says a lot that they were talking and saying there are four people in trouble here. Yeah, and. I, I, I was thinking about this. I think Rosie's had one very good week. The week, I think, where Alice won Starbaker. Where, where, where Rosie did the chicken cake. Yeah. But I think Henry hasn't excelled in any week. I don't think he's been dreadfully, you know, close to going out in previous mm. weeks. But I also don't think he's set himself apart. I think he's tried to and nothing's come off. I feel that he was quite strong in the first week. But... Maybe, but I don't have a note of it, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, he did win the technical the first week, to be mm. fair to him. Um, but just looking back, I've got nothing where I've marked him as a possible star baker. Mm. In fact, it says here the bread week, he could have gone out. Right. But I think that was a week where they talked about everyone possibly going yeah. out. 
So maybe this is his wake up call. Maybe this is the the extent to which he can go because he is also someone who's very young and yeah. So we had seven this week, right? Yep. So we're down to six now. So we had four of them that were in contention for going out and three that weren't. I mean, uh, is, is... two two that were in contention for Star Baker and David in the middle. Yeah. yeah. But is this foreshadowing who's going to be in the final three? Yeah, possibly. So Steph and Alice, and then David. They said, "Oh, you know, maybe he could be," but. I mean, the, the spices were such a... Yeah, if he hadn't done that thing with the spices... If it, if it just been good, you know, van- yeah. a, a vanilla and a chocolate and a fruit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do with his bomb at the end? I can't really remember his bomb. It was the um, lots of rose with the sorbet layer. Oh, I, I didn't really fancy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it, once again, it's the, oh, let's use something exotic. Shiso is not a sweet no. flavour. <laughs> Just like yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, I I think he is someone who is trying stuff each time, yeah. and I I think it's not to the flavour of the judges, but it's coming off. Mm. But he's not trying stuff like having cardboard in between things. He's just yeah. I think the sorbet was a good idea, but it didn't set him apart. Like I've not used a sponge to make my bomb, yes. and then and then her bomb came out looking just perfectly. Oh. Like, oh. That, that I'd, be, chocolate I'd be delighted if I could serve something like that. Coffee, yeah. whatever it is underneath it. Nom, 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 nom. Yes, yeah, so it was Alice who had the coffee. And Steph's was mirror with other flavours I now can't yeah, remember. Was, I think hers had a coffee thing was in, it, the coffee in the middle as well. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, mmm, chocolate mousse <laughs> with a coffee thing in the middle. Nice. I can't remember what it Coffee. Do you want me to look? Yes, please. Okay. I want you to make it. <laughs> you don't have to need to worry about the mirror glaze that looks too sweet for me well it was called choffy <laughs> choffy bomb um, rich dark chocolate mousse mm. hides a coffee mousse centre mm. all robed in a chocolate mirror glaze nice and served with almond brittle which I think mm. is the thing I tried last year that sort of brittle that just I could not seem to get come off we should try that again thanks <laughs> the royal we by which i mean you. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you so dessert week i want to bake a cake can we bake cakes <laughs> you can bake a cake anytime you want <laughs> or rather i want them to bake a cake is what i mean <laughs> i i think i i liked having a meringue cake that was a very good one and there were times that they served them who is it they served that i went yeah that looks really good maybe it might have been priya's Mm. Although the comments on the flavours, when it was served, it was, oh, yeah, there's lots of a sort of bavoir cream, buttercream yeah. thing in there. Plus, there's all the meringue crushed up and, and some fruit. Lovely. Henry's looked really delicious. When it was served. When it was served, yeah. that looks like something I would like to scoff. Yeah. Mm. Whereas David's looked really good when it was sat there and ready to be cut. Yes. Mm. So, good So, stuff. do you think that's the final three, then? We're going to see... Michael and Henry and Rosie go over the next three weeks. Uh, I think so. Although okay. I'll be sad to see Rosie go. I like Rosie. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of at, at this point, yes, it feels like it. Can I see anyone else pulling up? I could. I can see Henry trying a couple of things and suddenly they come off mm. and, it, and it just clicks for him. Yep. Um, I can see Rosie actually settling into it. Because mm. she did have that good early, early round where she seemed like, actually, I've got this. This is my sort of competition. Yep. Michael, I think, is probably going to be the next one to go, sadly. I think. Mm. Um, 
he was so close to it this week. He's flirted with it a couple of times. We'll see. Yep, yep. Okay. So we did custard tarts this week. Custard Rather than tarts. beignets souffles, because we don't have a deep fat fryer. Yep. And there's a hint of a deep fat fryer next week. There is. Let's hear how we did. Interstitial music. So instead of beignet souffle, beignet souffle? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not beignet souffle. <laughs> whatever it was called. Um, we decided to do some custard tarts. Custard tarts. I love custard tarts. Do you like custard tarts? I love custard Interesting. tarts. Interesting. <laughs> you never mentioned it. This is this is an absolute revelation. You made Michael's mango and lime custard tarts. I did. I made David's fancy custard tarts. Yep. Um, it's a little bit harder to compare when we've had two that are the same but different. Obviously. Yep. Uh, do you want to talk to me about the process? Anything that you? Is there any elements of it you want to talk about? Well. I think what's interesting to me is how similar but also how different the two recipes are. So whilst I don't think we can compare like for like, I think um, comparing the different ways of doing the different elements of the recipes could be interesting. Um, in, in terms of talking about the bake, I found it comparatively straightforward. Okay. Is, is that is that Am I allowed to say that? Or maybe, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what they did when doing it. I don't think either of these ones certainly had troubles with it. I think there are elements that can be more difficult. Pastry yes, is, is the key bit of that. And then getting the custard to the right consistency and then baking it at the right mm. time. We didn't really go for the decoration on it. Which might be why I found it straightforward. I mean, like, I, th- I think... <laughs> I yeah. mean, so, for full disclosure, Matthew did all the shopping for my bake as well. But you know, like, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. But like, when you, you know, I, you called it exactly right when you were buying the ingredients. Like, when I looked at the recipe, I was like, oh, half the recipe is for teeny tiny things to do teeny tiny decorations on the top. <laughs> I shan't be doing that then. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess probably I did half of what Michael did because Michael spent a lot of time doing what I would consider faffing around um but um yeah but the actual the actual bake itself was okay um and maybe it's because we had a baptism of fire with the pastry and making tarts and doing blind baking for the maids of honor last week yeah so this week doing the pastry and the tarts and the blind baking it was like oh i've done this and and we talked about the difficulty rolling out we're not quite sure we got the right thing so we bought a pastry mat Mm. pastry mat's pretty good it's very good yeah for a seven pound pastry mat that's got all the markings and all the dimensions and all the sort of thing i really enjoyed using that it was a much better experience um, than trying to roll out the pastry on the glass chopping board was last week yeah or or on the kitchen counter where it it's just a little bit grain yeah yeah Mm. so yeah so maybe that made a difference yeah i'm interested looking at the two recipes side Mm. by side yeah my pastry david's pastry has about two and a bit times the quantity of things that yours does. I did find that to make six tarts, mm-hmm. the quantity of pastry is very sparse. Yeah. Cause, so basically, I made my pastry dough, I chilled it in the fridge for a bit, and then it said cut it in six, and then roll each out to a circle approximately four millimetres deep. So I cut it at six, Right. I rolled it out... And I was like, well, that's not going to cover my yeah. tart tin. Yeah. So I just rolled it out to an amount that was okay. thick enough, that was big enough to cover the tart tin. Mm. That was significantly less than four millimetres deep, right. um, which which stressed me out a bit, but it was I fine. thought it was very nice, actually. It was nice because there was that 
sense of ginger without it being overpowering to the custard, mm. which the custard had had its own strong flavour. Yes. So I, I quite liked it. I don't think you had a problem with your pastry. Yeah. I think um, I think the tarts looked better once they were filled. If you'd seen the tarts without their clothes on, okay. you'd have seen that there was a, there was a lot of patchy. <laughs> Naked tarts. Um, <laughs> you'd have seen that I had to do quite a bit of patching up okay. because having rolled it out so thin, yep. it was quite difficult to lift it off the rolling mat without yeah. bits being holy or, mm-hmm. or splitting. So, yes, I did a lot of um, repair work. I mean, looking at their equipment, there's a slight difference that David's is 12 and a half centimeter um dishes whereas yours or Michael's were 12 and David's were four centimeter deep whereas Michael's were three I'm not sure as I think as maybe two yeah I don't think as are that deep anyway and I struggled to find exactly the right thing to buy because I had to buy tart tins because yeah. we only had big pie dishes yeah I thought well, I'm not entirely sure it would work the same cooking a big custard. I think it, there's a danger that the edges would get overcooked Absolutely. in order to get the middle properly cooked. And, I, mean, and I, I don't I just know, but didn't want to do the comparison of mm. right. You know, how does that change the cooking? This kind of mm. thing, which maybe I should do for a future yeah. thing. But also, David was making biscuits as well, mm. and I did make biscuits. So, so it's ended up with a lot more pastry out of it, and yeah. that's fair. But mine, I ended up having to roll a bit thicker because it was beginning to tear because it was much more like a biscuit dough than a pastry dough. Yeah. Which I found very interesting. Mm. I liked yours. Mm. I liked the crunch. I liked the fact yeah. that there was something of substance to bite through. Yeah, you know, I I felt. I mean, I I don't. I didn't dislike mine, but there was so much less of it. It's, mm. It wasn't some. It was less there as a texture. Right. Um. But I don't. And I don't know whether that's because of the thinness mm-hmm. or because it wasn't crisp because I overfilled the tart okay. when I was pouring the custard in, and so it baked with a lot of custard around uh, down the side okay, of the yeah, tart yeah. case. I had one that did that, yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't think it gave it the opportunity to crisp up. Okay. I I feel like mine feels like the sort of thing you would buy and get in Sainsbury's. You know, you buy a custard tart and it would be fine. Yours would be the taste of difference. It's thinner pastry. It's a bit more delicate. It's a, a classier dessert. Oh, so I, th- I feel like you've just given me a compliment. I have. No, no. I, <laughs> I genuinely think like there, there is a touch of clumsiness to the fact mine has ended up so thick. So, well, as you see, I, I see that as a as a robust custard tart <laughs> well, that exactly. I could transport. Robust is another way to say clumsy. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like them. I like them. Maybe we need to do it again and aim to meet somewhere in the middle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think that my learning from that is there was so much of the uh, pastry dough, pastry batter dough, yeah, uh, that what I should have done is cut it in half and rolled it out and made three mm. or four and then rolled the other one out and then made two and the biscuits, something like that. Because yeah. as I was rolling out, it was just getting so big that I couldn't lift and turn the whole thing. So. Oh, it was interesting because I didn't do rolling as a whole thing at all. Right. I literally cut it into the six oh, and then rolled yeah. each sixth independently. And yeah, I found I that significantly easier mm. than rolling out a lot together and then trying. From my instructions, I couldn't do that because the instructions said put the, the tart tin on top of it and cut out a circle. Right. And then cut six strips of four centimetres, put some corn flour in some water, rub the cornflour on the edge of your thing and stick the edges of your pie base in there. That sounds like a faff. It's like, but I don't even need the cornflour. It just presses together and it sticks together. Like, this is a good... Do- I, I was genuinely pleased. Where I've talked in the past about having things as I've folded them, they've not reincorporated each other well. This reincorporated really nicely. 
I was genuinely pleased with the way this did it. I should have just cut it smaller and rolled it smaller. That's a very good point. Thank you for teaching me a thing, Catherine. But, but that's really interesting how the two of them do that so differently because mm. I, I, maybe David's way is more precise. I don't know. But like Michael's way is literally cut it into six, roll it out to a certain amount deep, flop it over the pie tin, and then press it into the edges. Which is exactly what I did, which is what uh, I've always done. Uh, we might talk more about this at the end, but I this this really felt like a callback to the way I baked in my teens and my early 20s before yeah. I stopped baking for a period. Yeah. I used to do a lot of pecan pies, pecan pie, um, Mississippi mud pie, things of this ilk. So this was a real throwback to how I used to bake and how I haven't in a long time. I, I, I would welcome you revisiting your yeah, teens you know, in this manner. I love a good pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. <laughs> as, as Captain Janeway would say. <laughs> exactly. yeah. um, so we come to the custard, which was very different across. Do we want to talk about the baking at all? The, the blind baking was... I- it was fine. Yeah, fine. Just fine. kept an eye on Same it. Same as yeah, last week. Fine. Um, the custards are are very different, fairly different, are different yes. between them. What was your custard construction? So, so I started off with 50-50 whole milk and double cream. Um, I had to heat that up to just below the point of boiling, which gave me a lot of anxiety. I'm like, what does just below <laughs> boiling look like? So I like I got to a point where it was just like mildly having little little bubbles coming okay. up, and I decided that was probably fine. Okay. Um, and then in a separate bowl, I had some eggs with an extra egg yolk in there, and mm-hmm. I had some sugar. I had the lime juice. Um, I I didn't have the lime zest just yet. Um, I think that's all I had. I can't remember. And some mango puree. And some mango puree, right. which was actually apple and mango puree. Yeah, but but it still tasted really yeah. good. I, I was very um, sure you didn't want to be pureeing mangoes <laughs> and cutting mangoes in the first place. You know me so well. Yeah. Um. So I bought what was called apple mango puree. I didn't realize it was apple and mango. I thought it was just a varietal of mango, which I think it might even be a varietal of mango. It just just this turned apple-y. out to be apple and mango, fine, yeah. but that's fine. It was a nice f- fruity puree. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah. And so I had to pour. I had to sort of whisk everything up. Uh, I had to whisk all the eggs and the sugar and stuff okay. up. I'm trying to remember at what point I put the mango puree in. But in, in any event, um, I had to slowly pour the hot milky cream mixture over, consistently whisking everything. Yep. And then I had a, a, I had a, I had a custard, which I had to strain to get out some of the, the some of the tech. No, no, because I hadn't put the um, zest in there. Okay. But actually it turned out that there was stuff to strain out from the puree. There was like, oh, it, did, it okay. didn't just yeah, go, yeah. I, okay. and I was like, why am I straining this? It's going to go straight through the sieve. Oh, no, dear, dear listener, it did not. <laughs> so I did a lot of straining a bit and then scraping up the um, the nice creamy, appley, mango-y bits for a little bowl. I bet it was might terrible. Have a, <laughs> might have been a snack later. Um, but yeah, but then, yeah, it, 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 was, right. it was fine. Okay. How did you make your custard? Yeah, so very different, I think, is where we're going to end up on this. Okay. Um, getting whipping cream, 600 ml of whipping cream, until just boiling. Yep. So just boiling for me was when it's kind of fizzing at the edges. Okay. The, the point where the next stage of boiling is roiling. I okay. Would, I would describe it as, I, that's my just before boiling. Because I, I can see boiling large bubbles coming through it very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just where it's fizzing around the edges and starting to boil. Yeah. And no egg white, five egg yolks. Okay. So, you know, get your fingers in there, get the egg yolks out, all that kind of thing. Five egg yolks, some caster sugar, some brown sugar, and some vanilla paste. Okay. Because obviously this was just a vanilla sponge. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. fine. Um, 
and then yeah, beat the eggs and the sugar together. Mm-hmm. And then once it's just below boiling or just at boiling, you pour. I think it said like gradually pour the cream and, yep, same, and same. stirring gradually that kind of thing. So it was, and and that was quite fun. Just sort of, you know, just stirring it and, mm. you know, with a very thin trickle going in. That probably felt like a bake-off moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to add this very slowly so it doesn't, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. mess up the eggs, this kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Whereas Mary Berry would have been like, oh, put it all in a bowl, yeah, mix it up, yeah. eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, did that, stirred it a bit together and then transferred it to a Pyrex jug, yep. poured it in each of them, stuck it in the oven. Yeah. I put them all on... Baking trays, yeah, so that I wasn't lifting each one and possibly spilling each one. Same, it was much same, same. easier to, yeah. I think because I'd seen you doing that because I'd baked them all separately. Because I'd seen you doing that on the, or I'd seen the baking trays out. I was like, oh yeah, I should just put them on baking trays and then do yeah. them. And it's the sort of thing we always say when we watch them, like, why are you carrying it across? Yeah. Why not put it on a thing and move it? Why are you pouring it in that place? Why are you? I find the recipe for mine quite interesting because it did tee me up to put it on baking trays. Okay, but. It was sort of a half-written phrase in the recipe. It was like, put two breaking trays in the oven. And then it talked about pouring the custard in. I'm like, <laughs> I think the ordering in this instruction is, right. is yeah, slightly yeah, yeah. out okay. of kilter, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fill in the gaps. But thank you for the suggestion, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> so then when you bake it, it has to be, I think mine was described as with a slight wobble in the centre, but generally set. Right. How did you judge that? <laughs> I waited for the timer to tell me to be in the oven for the for the lesser of the time range. 20, 25 minutes. And, and I had a squidge at them and I was like, does that look all right? And decided it did and pulled them out. Right. So I, I, I didn't do excessive wobble taste te- testing. Right. But I decided, did the custard look sufficiently set for me to pull it out? And uh, I did. I pulled them out at the lesser time, the 20 minutes end of the spectrum, and wobbled them. And there was a slight wobble, but it was a slight wobble across the whole thing. Right. I think my instruction was a wobble in the centre. So I was like, going to give it, I think, three more minutes and then two more minutes. And then I pulled them out. And there was just a bit of wobble in the centre. I think we both had them in at the same amount of time then, because I think right. the time range given for my recipe was 25 to 30 minutes. Okay. I think. Okay. Um. So, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to be a bit cautious, having overcooked some of the stuff previously and yeah, having yeah. to, you know, think about what I was doing with them. <sighs> and I think they've all come out very nicely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Mm. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> um, I, I like the sort of very vanilla flavour of mine, because I always like that. I like the sort of lightness of it. Like I said, I think the pastry is a little bit robust. Um, but that's that's yeah. fine. I think it's come out okay. I'm interested in when I get to decorate them later because um, he was decorating one, so it was lots of green fruit, one with lots of red fruit, one with lots of yellow fruit, and one with lots of purple fruit. So I'm going to do. I've, I've just bought figs and blueberries and grapes. I'm yep. going to do a bit of slicing and decorate one with some of the fruit. Very nice. Um, and and serve that up, and maybe we will try that later. Sounds good. And he had a glaze on there, so that that would be quite interesting. But even just serving them as is. I could see us doing that. It's very tasty. Maybe with some sort of pouring compote or something. Yeah, yeah, add, that, add a, a, bit, a, a bit of a sharp, coolie. Exactly, add some sort of sharpness to, mm. to the flavour. But yeah, mm. maybe. But for me, I could put some lemon curd on top. Well, yeah, and, and, and thank you very much to Six Legged Knits for sending me the Instapot lemon mm. curd recipe. I am going to be all over having a go at that. That's later quite an in exciting idea. We, we yeah. should save up some jars. And you could do a batch and do like a Christmas batch for people and something. Yeah, good idea. If you can bear to give it away. (laughs) Well, let's see if it lasts till Christmas. Yeah, Uh, yeah, nice recommendation. Yes, thank you. I, like I say, enjoyed doing something that I was a bit, had done in the past and a bit confident with. And I've done something that's just produced some nice puddings, some nice desserts. 
that we can then just eat. Mm. I, I, although there were skills and techniques to this, there wasn't anything that was, oh, this is something I've never done before that no one's ever heard of that we've got to do fundamentally differently. This was a nice break from the technical challenges for me. How did you find it? I, 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 I'm the same. Mm. Um, I found it significantly less stressful right. than the Maids of Honor the week before. Mm-hmm. And I can't entirely think why, because it's not massively different as a bake, is it? No, I, I think the stage of doing the curd, the cheese curd, and then yes. doing the pastry, and then rolling the pastry, and then rolling the pastry, and then rolling the pastry, and then doing the lemon curd, and then introducing it all together. Of there, there were so it many was stages puff, to it. Wasn't it. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, the pastry was definitely easier. Mm. I mean, and, and, and yes. This is why you do this sort of easier. biscuit pastry type thing, yeah. Yeah. And, and the filling was easier. So, yeah. so I guess it was an easier version of the sort of thing we did with the Maids of Honour. Yeah. Um, I, I would do it again. Right. You know, if we were having people around for dinner, mm-hmm. um, especially if only five came, so I could <laughs> make my pastry stretch over fewer fewer tarts, I would happily make that for um, mm. for a dinner party. Do you think we could introduce some ginger to the pastry I did, or is it too sweet for it? Would it just be a cacophony of flavour? I'm not sure it would work. I mean, I think we okay. could. And I'm happy for us to try. So, but I mean, use but... the pastry that I made with the custard that you made. Well, that would be interesting. Maybe let's let's try. Because mm. I think the ginger does work very nicely against yeah. the fruit of yours. I mean, I I think the the pastry itself was not the issue. I think the volume of pastry dough to the number of tartlets I was yeah, making was true. was the issue. Yeah, so okay. if I had a slightly bigger volume of that same pastry, mm. but rolled out a little bit less thin, yeah, I I think that could work. Okay. Well, yeah. David and Michael. Thank you very much for your yeah. your recipes for this. This was good quite good stuff. fun. And we've got some nice custard tarts now going to eat. Yum, yum, yum. Wobble. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Interstitial music. <laughs> <laughs> they went down very well, the yum. custard tarts. I took mine into work. They, they went down very well there as well. Mm, I fed some of mine to a variety of friends across the weekend, yeah. and I fed some of yours to my Japanese teacher. <laughs> Everybody likes them. Yeah, they 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 were very nice. We enjoyed them mm. and enjoyed making them. Yes, I think like we said, I, I would happily make that again. So yeah, next week appears to be it was festival week, which again is a very generic thing that they could throw anything at. Absolutely. Looked like there was a sort of pride element to the end, maybe. Or, or maybe they've decided it's a cake for a festival. So some of them have done rainbow cakes, which yeah, yeah. great, great. Interested to see that. And some sort of pastry that's maybe deep fried again. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We'll see. Was it? Did the first one look like hot cross buns? The signature pass. Because we should do that instead of deep frying stuff. Well, like. let's see what what, <laughs> what the thing is. This week, six farines, layered mango. Coconut panna cotta, raspberry jelly, streusel, and sable biscuits. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're going to have a look at the recipe. Yes. And see what it takes. Yes. I'm interested in trying it. Absolutely. I, I think doing this sort of layer chill, layer chill, layer chill looks like something that would be interesting to learn. Mm-hmm. It's just about getting those layers right as well. That's where I, I suspect I'm going to go wrong on it. I think you have more patience than I. I think I think you. Let, let's not make this a comparative thing. <laughs> I think you have sufficient patience to do the waiting between the layers, mm. which will mean that the layers might come out pretty well. I think. And and yeah, if you do this over the course of a day, um, 
you know, because they only had yeah. two hours or whatever they had. Yep. Um, Absolutely. It, it's more achievable. Yeah. But trying to get it all chilled in the right time. But they all did very well. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, even with the time pressures. And, and, and I think if, if they'd had another hour, they'd have all produced perfect ones. Yeah, probably. Mm. Okay. We find out next week what we did. <laughs> you are very tight-lipped over which, what of this, if any, you will attempt. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> so join us again next week. Probably a little bit later next week. But we will attempt things and we will talk about having attempted things. Yes, we, we might not have an episode to release on Thursday next week. But we will as soon as we can. Absolutely. Right. Thank you. Thank you.